We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, Rob Doster here, and you are listening to a Field of 68 NBA Draft Prospect Profile. We're going to be rolling these out all month, leading up to a full first round live mock draft with the six NBA draft experts that we're going to be hosting one week before the actual draft itself takes place. While you're here, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a rating and a review, that stuff really does help us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on any of the platforms that you listen to the audio of this show. But listen, that's enough of that. That's enough of the promos. Let's get into today's prospect profile. Welcome back to another episode of the Field of 68's 2023 NBA Draft Prospect Profiles. My name is Rob Dosser. I have with me today Terrence Oglesby, and we are going to be breaking down none other than UCLA shooting guard Amari Bailey, a former top five prospect in the class of 2022. He went to UCLA, and he had an up-and-down season. He averaged 11 points, just under four rebounds, and 2.2 assists while shooting 50% from the floor. 39% from three and 70% from the charity stripe. T.O., he did get hot late in the season. He averaged over 16 points over his last six games. And he is a guy who, when he got going after coming back from an injury uh, in late December and early January, he got hot. And that's when UCLA made their bid ro- big run and had everybody convinced that they were a team that could win a national title before all the other injuries hit. Uh, he is a score. First and foremost, when I told you that he was projected to be picked in the mid to late second round, you acted surprised. You also said before we hit record, it's scary how much I like this dude. What makes you such a fan of Amari Bailey? Uh, fit, fit, fit. Uh, you go to UCLA, Mick's going to slow it down to a crawl. That's that's one thing. Two is he stepped up to the moment. You know, they had this big game at, at the end of the season against Gonzaga where it, they didn't get all the highlights because Strother hit the shot at the end, but the guy who put them up uh, before that was Amari Bailey. I mean, he stepped up to the plate, knocks down big shots, got some cojones about him. And then th- these stats don't scream at me bad year. I mean, you look at a team laden with veterans, Jaime Hawkins, Tiger Campbell, a lot of these guys, and he still found a way to average 11 points, almost four boards and over two assists a game. And while he did turn the ball over a lot, that's still pretty good for a freshman on a team that had national championship aspirations. Now you look at some players and I think he fits this mold better NBA player 
than college player because he is an excellent athlete. He's got good length. He could play the guard, he could play the lead guard spot for you in spurts, especially in today's NBA where there's not really a traditional point guard not named Chris Paul or Jalen Bronson. Like a lot of teams like these get rid of it, come off, use your athleticism coming off a handoff on the second side and then make something happen. He has that ability. He can score. Highly touted prospect. Was it a great class? No, but at the same time, you're top five. You're going to get consideration. Mid to late second, uh, if he lasts that long, I would be shocked. I just I, I like his upside. I like his athleticism, NBA athleticism, NBA body, and NBA ability. I, I think if it were me, I would be looking <laughs> – to be honest with you, I feel like fit just plays such a big role in your next level draft potential. If he goes somewhere else that lets him go, if he goes to Gonzaga and lets him go, and I'm not taking anything away from Mick, I think he's a terrific coach. Let me get that out of the way. But if he gets somewhere that lets him play a little bit faster, you're going to see a whole different version of Amari Bailey. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, late teens, early 20s is somewhere where I could see him end up going just because of that uh, – 0.1% athleticism that he does possess. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if people realize quite how athletic the kid is because he played uh, in a system where they weren't getting up and down the floor, like you didn't see many runouts, where a chance where the teams closed down on him. They were um, well, they, they were so jammed up. Yeah. I mean, anytime you played in- there, there, there were a couple of plays. If you go back and look at the highlights for Amari Bailey, like he's dunking on dudes. He's yeah. pump fake, one dribble getting to the rim and throwing down left-handed on people. Um, one of them, he got called for a charge in, I believe it was the second round of the tournament, maybe in the Sweet 16. Uh, yeah. But he put a couple people on posters this season. And uh, with more space, he, I think he would have been able to showcase that a little bit more. And to your point, playing on a UCLA team where he was, uh, in a best-case scenario, the third option offensively. And I think you can make an argument, the fifth-best player on that team Behind Jalen Clark, fifth, be- fifth best college player mm-hmm. on that. He was, team. The, uh, yeah, he was the, on that big team. differentiator the, there. Big differentiator. Wasn't I, the fifth best prospect was the fifth fifth best player in that moment on that roster. Yeah, yeah, and, and he just does so many things well that are conducive to NBA play. Guards well, can get downhill quickly, can finish above the rim, uh, solid passer. Like th- that level of athleticism just doesn't come from anywhere. Like you, you, it's it's hard to find that with consistent with consistency to go along with that frame. I, I think he's got a lot of upside moving forward. Are you are you at all worried about the fact that like he didn't he doesn't really have a great skill, right? Does that worry you at his all? His athleticism is his great skill. Okay. His athleticism is his great skill. His ability to push it so fast to get a rebound, get an outlet, and be gone, like. His athleticism is his great skill. That's the differentiator between him and some of these other guards that you'll look at. Uh, I think he gets in open gyms. Uh, I don't know if he's going to the pre-draft combine. Is he doing that? Everybody is. Yeah, so if he's doing that and he plays in an open, fluid system where you have just kind of a drag screen and you have all that room to operate, his game's going to switch. And those decisions, while they do happen faster, there is more room to see them, right? Mm -hmm. So if you get a drag screen up near half court and he's able to get downhill – those rotations in the NBA are longer. Those decisions aren't easier per se, but you're able to see them quicker because that floor is more spread out. So because of that and because of his elite athleticism, I think Amari Bailey is a terrific value pick. If he lasts to the middle, middle of the second round, somebody better snatch, snatch him in a hurry. 
Where do you stand on him as a shooter? He put up really good efficiency numbers, and he put up really good uh, kind of spot shooting, catch and shooting numbers. Um, but he's a guy that made just 70% of his free throws. Are you buying the form long-term? I think the, it, it, the elbow's a little bit in, too far in. It doesn't look like a huge adjustment. And whenever all you're doing is hooping and not going to class and not going like and doing all these other things, and I know a lot of people are like, well, they don't go to class. Yeah, they go to class. They all go to class. They all go to class. I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. They're going to class. Now he's just going to be playing all the time. I think it changes the way he's going to be able to shoot. He needs to get with somebody that's really good at that. If he gets with somebody that corrects it just a little bit, I don't think it's broken. And to be honest with you, when you're that good of an athlete, you don't have to be this explosive, jump high, uh, make everything. You just have to be good enough. And shooting 38.9% from three is good enough. If he's able to shoot mid to high 30s, I mean, his athleticism and his length on where he goes with his steps, it's going to be able to carry him. What do you think his ceiling is as a player? Are we talking like potential all-star? Do you, do you see that in his range of outcomes? Is this a guy that is more of a, you know, maybe the the third option on a good team kind of a deal? Could be. Could be. Now, all-star is just such a big, big thing. And to be honest with you, I'm not sure how many lottery picks you guys gave me. But, <laughs> but this guy, he's somebody that could be a really good player for a long time. Now, everybody knows the athleticism eventually leaves. So he's going to have to find a skill that he really excels at. The athleticism will keep him afloat for a certain amount of time. After that, he's going to have to, you know, find something different that can hold him on a roster. Um, how much value when you are projecting these guys out and when you are kind of scouting players like an Amari Bailey, how much value do you put into where they spent their time, sometimes in high school, more often in college? How the 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 coaching they got, the training they got. Because I do think that there is something to be said about a player that kind of projects as being a role player going to college and accepting a role and kind of saying, Hey, look, I can, I'm fine. If I'm not the guy getting 20 shots a game, I'm fine. You know, I'm Amari Bailey. He's a headline guy. He's a, you know, he, he's not someone that is uh, unaccustomed to stardom, especially where he went to high school. But uh, I do think that there's something to be said about being able to go as a freshman, as a one and done and play behind, well, not behind, but play with Tiger Campbell and Jaime Hawkins being the stars. Yeah. And, under, and, and under, being able to embrace and understand your role. And, mm-hmm. and still, let's be honest, like flourish in your role, especially as the season went on. And to me, that's very promising that as the season went on, he only got better. We, we talked about other prospects. As the season goes on, they get worse. It's because of fatigue and all that stuff. He got better because he started to adjust to the style of play, what they needed him to do. He got healthy. He was able to understand where he could attack closeouts, where the openings were going to be within UCLA's offense. And, and like I elaborated or like I spoke towards, there's not a ton of like openness. There's not a ton of space in UCLA's offense at times, just because not because they didn't have shooting, but because where that offense functioned. So there's going to be times where it's tough for him to find ways to get to the rim. NBA is a different deal. I feel like you project him out towards his future three, four years down the road where he finds uh, some of those openings in NBA defenses. I think he's going to flourish. Are you buying him as a passer? Are you buying him as a decision maker? Because I do think that if you are not one of the, you know, 1% of the 1% when it comes to being a scorer, you got to be more than that to, you know, if you're not, let's just say Cam Thomas, right? You got to be 
You got to have something else in your game that will allow you to stick. Are you buying him as a creator, as a passer, as a decision maker? That That's the million dollar question. And that's what makes evaluating him at UCLA so difficult because there weren't many open floor situations to where he could really go to where Tiger Campbell didn't grab the ball and make it for him, where Jaime Jaquez didn't get the rebound and take off himself. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's a lot of, even though he had good numbers, there, to me with Amari Bailey, there's a lot of mystery there as far as his long-term potential, because we we didn't really get to see what he could do, right? The ball wasn't in his hands as a primary decision maker. I mean, like you said, this is a top five player in, in his high school class playing at Sierra Canyon. We all know who else has come out of Sierra Canyon. Like, it's a, it's a high-level place. Is he going to be able to turn around and be elite at something? Can he be that passer? Can he be that decision maker? Uh, that's TBD. I think he's one of the guys that has the most – him along with Julian Phillips of Tennessee has the ability to make the biggest impression come these workouts with NBA teams. Yep. Well, we will see what happens. There's always guys that are risers when it comes to workouts, when it comes to the combine, when it comes to playing one on O, when it comes to uh, squaring up and blowing by a chair. Shout out to Yi Jian Lian. Remember him? Uh, we will see if Mari Bailey is one of those guys that makes that rise. Uh, If you want more of these prospect profiles, make sure you check the links in the description below. Uh, All of them will be down there. We have more than 60 rolling out over the course of the next six weeks. And make sure that you tune in the week before the NBA draft because we will have a live mock draft with six NBA draft experts making every single pick. Be sure to check that out. Ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. 
BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Jeff Goodman here with Terrence Oglesby on the Field of 68 NBA Draft Breakdowns. And now we talk about one of the best athletes in the NBA Draft this year, and that is Jordan Walsh, Arkansas freshman. His offensive production was... uh, you know, modest, I think is probably the right word. He averaged about seven points, four rebounds a game. Uh, T.O., man, he is a freak athlete. I love Jordan Walsh for what he is. Tell me what he is, Terrence. Well, he's a guy that's going to be able to defend four positions with consistency. Not only is he 6'7", 205 pounds, but he's a guy with a seven foot one, seven foot two wingspan that has the lateral quickness to stay in front of almost anybody in basketball, not just college basketball, but basketball. He has those type of tools. Uh, you come back to the same Arkansas problem they had a lot of this year. Uh, is he going to be able to shoot this ba- shoot the basketball at a good enough clip? I think he can, Jeff. I think it's a projectable shot. It's a nice-looking stroke. It's just, is it going to take time and how much time to put him on the floor with consistency? Because the guy's going to be able to defend right away. And not only that, whenever he's able to put another 15 pounds, which he can certainly do, he puts another 15 pounds on his frame, man, I'm not really sure who he won't be able to guard. This is a potential Tony Allen type defensive player because of that wingspan, because of his lateral quickness. And I I talked to several coaches. He is a coach's dream defensively. It doesn't matter what type of player he can get out there and cover. He can get out there and cover big wings because of that length. His feet are quick enough to guard point guards, and he is a communicator, a talker. You look at what he's focused on, it's all the right things. Look, this is a guy that was a McDonald's All-American, a top 10 a top ten player in his class. He comes in, he impacts the game, and he only averages seven points a game, four boards. He can do a lot of different things. And accepting a role is really hard for a lot of young players. I like Jordan Walsh for his long-term potential. Reminds me a lot of Andre Iguodala as far as multi-positional defender, long arms, athletic. Couldn't shoot. Andre Iguodala couldn't shoot coming out of Arizona. I love that comparison. Couldn't shoot. Absolutely love that comparison. And and you know what? The only thing I'll say is when Andre Iguodala came out of college, you didn't have to shoot. Now you have to shoot. Like right now he's the three and D without the three. Mm-hmm. If he can be a 3 and D guy, Jordan Walsh can be a piece for a championship team. He's got that type of, of I guess, kind of pedigree, right? What what he brings to the table, again, the toughness, the the buying in to winning. You know, when, when people ranked him in the top 10 coming out of high school, I don't know if you remember, uh, I think we had conversations about this at the Peace Show. I was baffled, absolutely baffled. How he could be, I thought he should have been right closer to 50, 75, to be honest, just because he couldn't shoot the ball. I didn't understand this top 10, top 25 ranking. Um, I think I thought it was like, everything else. Whenever we watched him play, we watched him play in that side gym, or else yeah. I, or, or I did a couple of times. Yes. I was sitting with a couple of college coaches, and man, his intangibles were through the oh, roof. Oh, they were awesome. They're but if you can't roof. shoot, 
if no. you can't shoot these days, it limits. Uh, and, and again, this is a kid that shot 28% from three. Like, you better be able to shoot 38%, 35 to 38% in the NBA. Will he work at it? I believe he will. Yeah. The shot is not pretty. It is not pretty. Um, you know, he, he's a guy that, again, I think he'll be able to get on the court early as a role guy, as a defensive, as a defensive specialist, right? He's so athletic and he's stronger than his body frame would suggest that he's going to be able to play, but he's going to be able to play. You know, I'm trying to think of who he's going to be like now in the NBA, but you're right. Like the upside is, can he be better than Iguodala if he can make shots? I, I think he can eventually. And while it's not a gorgeous shot, I, I'm not sure it's completely broken. Like, I, I feel like you can tinker around with some of those things. Uh, and, and here's the deal, too. He realizes his role and he realizes what he's good at. And a lot of guys want to do everything. I, I think there's guys when they come in, well, they're like, I got to prove that I can do this. I got to prove that I can do that. I, I wanted to prove that I was a point guard. Guys, I wasn't a point guard. I was just a really, really small two guard that ended up in Europe for eight years because I wanted to do everything else. He's a lockdown defender. He knows that from the jump. He's not going to argue with anybody. He's going to, he's a yes, sir, no, sir type kid. And you go in there and you ask him, Hey, I just need you to improve seven, eight percentage points, which is a lot, but there, there's also going to be more. I, I, he doesn't have to go to class. He's there working on his jump yes. shot. And if you tell somebody they can make $150 million by sitting there and making catch and shoot jumpers and finishing on back cuts around the rim, I think it's possible. And, and everything I've heard for all intents and purposes, his background, how he works in practice, what kind of t player he is, what kind of person he is. I have no doubt that Jordan Walsh is going to be an impact player for a long time. Can he get that three ball down? That's the calling card. Of course, yeah. we talked about Anthony Black and another one. It, it was the same thing for him. And, and can you shoot the basketball? That's the last thing. But projectable body size, projectable projectable defensive tools and intangibles. He's got all of those things. And let's be honest, Jeff, there's not a whole lot of people on this planet that stand six, seven, six, eight with a seven, two wingspan that can move like that. Those projectable He's bodies like athlete. that. He's he an does elite so level much good stuff. Yes, I, I would agree. Listen, he's got everything but the shooting. And that's the one skill that everybody will say, if you're in the gym, you're going to be able to improve on it. So I, I'm, I'm buying stock in, in Jordan Walsh. My question to you how high are you buying stock in Jordan Walsh? Where do you take him? Where's that point in the draft where you're comfortable? Are you comfortable taking Jordan Walsh at 14, the last pick in, in the lottery? Are you hoping he slips to the early 20s? Where where are you at a point where you're saying to yourself, you know what? All right, now's the time where I'm going to take a shot on him. I think mid to late first is where I would want to pick him just because his tools right now can help an NBA team. He can get in yes. there and he can guard like some team that made the playoffs, but was bounced in the first round, yeah. like somebody that you need to be able to throw in, not worry about him defensively. And then hopefully by February of next year, he has some confidence going and confidence generated. I think that's somewhere he could be. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sold on him not being able to shoot it. I, I just feel like because he's a hard worker, because of the kind of player he exudes out on the floor. I think that's eventually going to get there. I I would be comfortable if I were a general manager drafting in the early, mid to early 20s 
taking a serious look at Jordan Walsh just simply because I know what he can help me with is at an NBA level right now. Yeah, listen, I mean, to me, if you can get him in the mid-20s, you're all over him. Because, again, he can help you in a role on, on either as a second-unit guy or just somebody that if, if you know, you're playing against, like, James Harden and he's lighting you up and, and you put that type of athlete on him and just say, hey, all I want you to do is, is try to make, make life difficult for yep. whatever that top wing scorer is, right? James Harden. Jalen Brown, whoever it is, that's the beauty of Jordan Walsh. He, he yeah, I just I, I just need you to make it tough. And here's the thing: like a lot of NBA teams, like will, you, will he be able to guard James Harden? Nobody can guard James Harden. You Correct. just want to make it difficult. Yes, like and he's somebody that can make it difficult right away because of that length and athleticism. Yeah, and again, he'll buy into it. I, I think that's Absolutely. the beauty of of Jordan Walsh. I think he'll buy into it because he bought into it at Arkansas. You know, here, here's my big question. All right, forget about need. If I'm asking you, the three Arkansas guys, where who are you in order? Who are you drafting first, second, and third? Nick Smith, Anthony Black, Jordan Walsh. What order are you going? Anthony Black. The thing is, is I wasn't always a huge fan of Nick Smith, even when he was in high school. I, so I would probably go Jordan Walsh based on need, based on need. I said no need. I said no need. Based on need, it depends on if I would go okay. Nick Smith or Jordan Walsh. Probably earlier, if I needed somebody who could score, I'd probably go Nick Smith. Not based on need, I'd probably take Jordan Walsh because I'm a fan of guys that look like there is just sheer joy out there playing basketball. And I'm, like, I'm a fan of guys that I, I think have the most talent. And, and I think Nick Smith, I, I'm still, <laughs> listen, I know Nick Smith didn't have a great year. Uh, but I still think his upside uh, is there. Maybe not as high as Walsh or Black, but I think Nick Smith is a better shooter coming out of the gates. And you're then both of them. Low. Then both of them, and, and and he can make some he, he can make some serious reads as well. He just I don't know what happened with Nick. He was hurt, sure, but I think there were some confidence issues there as well. It was a weird balance between him and and Anthony Black. Uh, I just like Jordan Walsh. I mean. You know what you're getting out of Jordan Walsh. You yeah, know exactly. You know minimum. what you're getting. You right. know what you're getting. You're not going to waste a pick on a guy that's may fall in and out with as far as confidence is concerned. But with Jordan Walsh, defensively, he's an impact guy right away. Yeah. He was a top 10 guy, and I saw him take four charges in a game and then come down and hit a trail three whenever he was at Peach yep. Jam. Like those things don't happen all that often. They're difficult. They're it's it's difficult to project anybody. But when you know what you have with a certain amount of guys, it certainly helps. No doubt. All right, there you have it. Breakdown, Arkansas freshman Jordan Walsh, one of the best athletes, one of the best defenders. The big key, will he be able to shoot the ball consistently and become a 3 and D guy? Jeff Goodman, Terrence Oglesby, Field of 68. Make sure you uh, see, watch all of our NBA draft breakdowns. Thanks for joining us.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.